Hello, Carmen. How you doing? Okay, Jim. And yourself? Ah, doing good. Doing good. Good. Yep. A nice, bright, sunny day today. Yeah. When we're recording this, it is. It's a nice, bright, sunny uh, November day. Uh, you know, that uh, by the time this airs. Yeah. And so uh, it's probably nice and crisp. Yeah, and even even if it even if the sun isn't out on the day this is being aired, it's still a nice bright sunny day in the kingdom. You got that right. You got that right. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a bright sunny day in the kingdom. <laughs> and so I guess it depends whether our perspective is from the kingdom perspective or from our own. Um, Limited perspective. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, our limited perspective many times makes it cloudy and <laughs> that's right. And dreary and that kind of thing. But right. uh, not that's with the kingdom. Not, not with the not with the kingdom. Yeah. So everything's going all right. Yeah. 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 How about you? Real good. Real good. Everything with the family and everything's going good. Yeah. We just uh, uh, last week. <clears throat> when we had this. Um, uh, we sat in the rain like I never did before uh, when we had this heavy rain hmm. and it was flooding, you remember? Yeah. And, uh, and so on this, this particular night, um, one of our daughters and her husband came in and my niece, uh, her daughter, was uh, playing in a big soccer game, hmm. uh, high school soccer game. And so uh, we all went to the soccer game. We knew it was going to be rainy, but we didn't know it was going to be anything like this. I Whoa. mean, it was a downpour. It was torrential, huh? It was torrential. We sat in that for two hours. Wow. And got soaked. And we had umbrellas. I had a poncho on. But, you know, the poncho doesn't cover everything. So my feet right. were soaked. My uh, uh, my legs, <laughs> my right. legs were soaked and everything. Right. We all got soaked. Right. And uh, so, uh, but... Uh, uh, we saw them win, so I, I told uh, I told my niece's daughter afterwards. I said, "You had better have won for us to sit out on that." <laughs> <laughs> I did not want to sit out on that just to see you lose. Oh, <laughs> so, oh, but uh, yeah, we're in good shape. Didn't get any cold or anything like that. Catch any colds from it or anything like that. So, <laughs> so anyways, but uh, how about you? Good, good. Uh, you you mentioned about the family, so that was family. Good, good. <laughs> good. My family's all doing good and everything like that. And um, and your son, because your son w uh, went through a pretty critical period in uh, in the hospital, but uh, well, at the time he's doing better. At the time we're recording this, he's turned for the better, and he's doing better, and uh, so uh, the outlook is very good now. Good. So that's good. Yeah, but uh, was nip and tuck there for a while. Yeah, know, but, wow. Uh, but uh, God is good, you know. I mean, that's one of the things we have to remind ourselves that God is good. Yeah. We used to say a little statement. We say God is good, and then uh, and people would say it all the all time. All the time. And all the time, God, God is, is good. good. Yeah. And, and, that's, and that's true. And that's true. It is. Exactly. It because is. it says with him there's no shadow of turning. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so we don't have to fear or worry, well, maybe God is going to deal with me in a uh, in a harsh way, that kind of thing. And uh, no, God does everything for our good. And uh, so even though this morning I was, <clears throat> uh, in my time with the Lord, I was uh, reading in uh, Hebrews, and uh, it's where it talks about uh, discipline. And mm -hmm. it says, uh, you know, 
hey, if you're a son, God disciplines you. And it's, just, and it's for your good, you know. But, but, the, uh, but a lot of times when we, uh, a lot of times when we're disciplined, it doesn't feel good. I mean, the scripture even says that. Yeah. Know? It's not <laughs> joyful, but it does yield the peaceful, peaceful fruit of righteousness, you know. So, uh, so, we, we, so again, it's for our good. It, it, yeah, yeah. It, it brings forth, it brings forth, if it's God's disciplining, it brings forth God's purpose. Yeah. And so we have to just remember that. Even though it might not feel good as we're going through it. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. You know, there, there is something good coming out of it. Yeah. And so we have to remember that. And, you know, I think, you know, what you said, Jim, about this statement, that this popular little statement that uh, we say God is good mm-hmm. and all the time God is good. Uh, he's good all the time. Uh, I think we need to remember that. Because I hear people saying from time to time, you know, as they read the Old Testament and they see how God deals with uh, certain peoples. And uh, right now I think of uh, Jericho, how God gave Joshua instructions. He says, I don't want anything left in that city, you know. Mm-hmm. And somehow, uh, you know, we just look at the, uh, at the action that's taken and we forget that God is good and he is love. Right. And, and I think it shows how shallow our understanding is of love and goodness as uh, as God is because we look at certain circumstances with our limited understanding and right away we uh, we say, well, how can that be loving and how can that be good? This is, well, it just shows we don't understand goodness and love. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, so I didn't want to get into all of that, but just the fact that we said, hey, God is good all the time, you know. That's right. I, I'm thinking that uh, it really shows how shallow our understanding is of love and goodness because we look at circumstances and we say, well, that, that can't be loving or that can't be good, but it really is. Well, if it, we were to see the whole picture and right. all of the truth involved in that. That's right. And, and many times you just have to take it in faith uh, by faith. I mean, because the scriptures say God is love. Yes. So you have to believe that. That he is love. Is that true or is that not true? Well, yeah, you know, so, and, and one of the things is that when you respond to him out of that reality that he is love, you find out that he is, in fact, love. Exactly. And he does everything out of that nature of love. Absolutely. And which shows that we really do not have a full understanding of love as <clears throat> it really is. Uh, we, we think of this soft, fuzzy, not, nice feeling that we have all the time, but... Love goes far deeper than that, well, and way beyond that. Well, you know, and that kind of brings us to the crux of the matter that we uh, were talking beforehand about what we were going to talk about on today's program. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and uh, we just want to kind of talk a little bit. We could kind of call this the State of the Union. <laughs> <laughs> this is the State of the Union address here yeah. a little bit. And, uh, you know, we've been on the air now for uh, several years, and, uh, you know... Uh, and uh, the title of the program is Kingdom Rising, and God is doing this uh, this uh, fresh thing in mm. terms of, uh, we say fresh, he's been doing it for a couple thousand years. I mean, but, <laughs> yeah. but he's he's establishing but his kingdom. But that's a twinkling of an eye yeah, yeah. as far as God is concerned. But he's establishing his kingdom. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's new in a sense because there are so many counterfeits and things that go mm-hmm. on that really have nothing to do uh, with his kingdom. That's right. You know what I mean? And so, uh, so, uh, 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 
in our day, we can look at uh, a lot of things going on in organized religion. Mm-hmm. And I used the term religion on purpose. Yes. We could look at uh, some things that, that are going on in organized religion and know that uh, these things are very far from the kingdom. Yes, yes. You know, God God has very little of anything to do with it. Uh, you know, and uh, i tell you where I'm coming from, Carmen. Uh, my wife was watching. She she flipped the channel on the television set, and she went into. I on- know where you're going with this. Go well, ahead, she, but go ahead, share it. She went into on demand, and and there was a program that was on there called Preachers of L.A. Mm-hmm. And listen, I'm not giving an endorsement for this program, so don't run. Feel like you got to watch or anything like that. By the time we get done talking about this here, you might decide you don't want to watch it. Yeah. But, you probably uh, will you, decide but, yeah. that. But, uh, so she looked at it. She said she could get through about five minutes of it because that's how bad it was, and then she stopped. Well, I, the other day I was here, and I said, well, you know, Lynn, I think I'm going to watch the program. I'm going to watch the entire program because it might come up in conversation with some various people in terms of what's going on. And I don't want to talk from hearsay. I want to be able to talk from what I actually observed yes. and saw taking place on the program. Right. And um, Carmen, it was as bad as she thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> and, and even worse. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, it was horrible, man. I mean, it was terrible. And uh, it's, it's a reality TV program that involves six preachers from out in uh, the Los Angeles area. Yeah. And... Uh, and Carmen, you could watch a whole half-hour program, which I basically did, and not see Jesus in any of it. Hmm. It was it was a half-hour program, but it was about I guess maybe it was a little longer than a half hour. I'm not sure. Uh, but well, thank uh, goodness it wasn't an hour. <laughs> no, you know they they take out the commercials, so it mostly probably was maybe 42 minutes. Or okay, something. yeah. But uh, so it is an hour program with the commercials and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and but Carmen, you would be hard pressed to see Jesus in at all in mm. this program. And it's supposed to be about uh, preachers, Christian preachers. Yeah, and these are guys that ha- that lead churches. Yeah, supposed to be Christian preachers. Right. You know what I mean? And and you you would be hard pressed to find Jesus on there at all. I mean, there was one scene where this one guy was kind of like. Preaching, and he was he was doing you know preaching, high emotional preaching, and mm-hmm. uh, getting the crowd involved and uh, everything like that. But then when you saw his life, man, this guy's his life was kind of like out of control, living just like anybody out there that has no faith at all in in, in the Lord, living just like somebody that did not know Jesus yes. and was just involved in sinning. Yeah, yeah. Living for himself and his own pleasure and Ab- gratification. Absolutely, absolutely. And and, the, and and this one is leading a flock. Th- uh, this person is leading a church and also is a Christian gospel singer. Huh. Yes. Entertainer. Okay. Entertainer. 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 That, that's more like it. Well, he calls him, He calls himself an entertainer. Yeah. And Karen, I'm telling you something, man. This, it, this is a really a horrible thing. I guess the closest part to where you could see Jesus on the program, maybe, was when the one pastor was talking to some gang members out in Los Angeles, and you know he had a heart to try to reach them because he mm-hmm. came out of that environment himself. 
And so he was talking to them a little bit. But he really wasn't talking to them so much. He was talking to them about changing their lifestyle. Uh, and he did do that. I mean, I have to give him credit for that. But then uh, immediately he went into inviting them to come to this gospel program that's going to be taking place. Mm. You know, and uh, Carmen, I'm telling you, man, it was just it was just terrible. The only reason I'm bringing it up is because it made me think about something. And uh, before we went on the air, uh, I had printed out something that I saw a little Bible study on Exodus 18. And uh, you know the story. Matter of mm -hmm. fact, you were just reading it before we went on the air. That was the what? What story was that? That was the one with Moses and Jethro, right? Moses and Jethro, his father-in-law, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, what what happened basically was that uh, what was it? Well, his father-in-law takes note of the fact that all these people are coming to Moses, uh, the Israelites, and uh, <clears throat> he's he's um, he's there from morning till night. This constant stream wow. of people. Wow. And uh, so his father-in-law says, what are you doing? Man, what, man, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. You know, I could just hear, what are you doing? Yeah, are yeah. you out of your mind? Right. And, uh, and Moses says, well, these people come to me to inquire of God. And uh, so uh, ultimately his father-in-law says, what you're doing is not good. <laughs> And uh, he essentially says, uh, he essentially says, uh, you're going to wear yourself out. Um, in, in today's terminology, we call it burnout. You're going to burn out. He says, you're going to burn out. And um, so he gives Moses instruction. He gives him a better way or God's way, uh, I, you might say, of doing this. You know, don't. This is a burden that's too heavy for you to bear. And, right, uh, right. For you to take this on yourself. Right. And uh, he, so he gives him instruction. He talks about uh, appointing elders, uh, others that will be able to help shoulder the load. That's right. And, 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 and even though this is good, it's still an Old Testament, Old Covenant model. Yeah. But it still is, is better than what Moses was doing. You exactly. Know I mean? We talked about how there's almost like a parallel because if you look at Moses, Moses was like Moses was like the senior pastor. Moses was like the leader of, of, the, con big of the congregation. congregation. Yeah. Right, right, right. He was the he was the superstar. Yes. The he, superstar preacher. And everyone came to him. Everybody looked to him. That's right. And and uh and because of that, you know, his Jeff uh, his uh, father-in-law Jethro uh, gives him uh, very good counsel uh, and uh, says, this, "This is not good. This is not good." And yet, um, you need, just to, like you you need saying, to distribute. You need to distribute this yes. ministry among others so that they can help shoulder the burden. That's it to do it. And it was good for his time. I mean, it's an old covenant right. model. We have, have since come into a new covenant, and we know that even a better model is community right. and to have and basically to have the ministry shared amongst us all. Exactly. And and the new and the uh, in the new covenant we see uh, God saying, "Okay, he's." He's given gifts, and these gifts are uh, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. So we, right. see the, we see the equivalent of Jethro's uh, counsel there in that it's not one that is going to take care of everything. And those it's, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers are for what? 
for the equipping of the saints, for the building up of the body. There you uh, go, for the building of the body. For the work of the ministry. For the work of the ministry. And, and so it's not a one-man show. No, But no. we've made it a one-man show. We, we all are to be involved. Yes. This is the new covenant revelation mm-hmm. that we get, and uh, which is, a, which is a, a greater revelation. And it's time which came forth. That's you right. You know what I mean? But, but even this right here that Jethro was giving Moses right. was better, better than, uh, than what, what had been taken yes. place. Unfortunately, we can almost say that we even see some kind of Moses type stuff still taking place now. Not even the Jethro revelation. Yeah. You know what I mean? All the time. All the time. Listen, listen, on this program, and, you know, I kind of giggle, but it's not funny, man. There was a scene where this one. Gospel entertainer in this show, yeah, on this show, preachers of L.A. Yeah, there was a scene where this one gospel entertainer preacher was basically tell you the truth. He they were kind of in, they were having fellowship these preachers together. The one pastor kind of set it up, and so they were having fellowship to make it have like a community aspect of where they could share their faults. Okay, and receive ministry one to another. Well, it didn't work out too good. Uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> First of all, first of all, they're there and they're going to have this meeting. This one big shot, he comes in there with his entourage. He arrives late. He's the last one getting there. He comes with his entourage and one of them's carrying a garment bag, I guess carrying his ecclesiastical garments or whatever, okay. or whatever he's supposed to change into. The one guy says, "What well, you did you come to preach? And he said, no, no, I have another engagement afterwards, you know. Always a big shot, you know, yeah. the whole big shot-itis. Right. Shot-itis. And, uh, and uh, you, you could tell he was suffering from it because when the one gospel entertainer brought up a point and he said, you know, he said, he said, he said, are we to charge for the ministry? He said, I don't think we're supposed to be charging for the ministry, going around demanding honorariums and all this kind of stuff. Huh. We got real quiet in the room. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and they were just kind of sitting there. And then this uh, one guy who was suffering from big shotitis, and, you know, God help me if I'm wrong, but it was quite obvious. And uh, he took it upon himself to correct this guy, you know, calling him young man and everything. And I don't think the guy was that much younger than he was. You okay. Know what I mean? But uh, since he was a bishop, he took it upon himself yeah. to say young man and this and all this kind of stuff. And he really was talking down to the guy. Yes. I mean, anybody could tell he was talking down to him. Mm-hmm. And so since this gospel entertainer guy was bordering on carnality anyway, you know, he jumped yeah. up. I thought they was getting ready to fight. <laughs> 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 you talking about flesh, man? Oh, I, I, listen! I thought they were getting ready to fight. You know, I expected switchblades or knives to. Pull. Oh boy! But 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 uh, the one young guy said, "What are you disrespecting me for?" You know what I mean? And uh, and basically, the one guy with the big shot, I just said, uh, "Well, I thought you were smarter than what you you are, or something like that." You know and. Then he kind of huffed off and left, you know. Oh boy, oh, Carmen, it was terrible, man. Like you said, okay, now th- and, it and was of terrible. Course, people watching this, it was drama. That's yeah, what they want on these shows. It, it's drama, but people watching this then stereotype that whole thing and say, "Now that's that's what Christianity is like. That's what uh, this whole thing is like. That's what the church is like." 
And uh, uh, certainly there's stuff like that that goes on in the church. But what it does, it get, the enemy has a field day with that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Because we, we know uh, we're all human and we have a tendency to stereotype things. Absolutely. We see one thing and so we say, well, everything is like that, you know. And, uh, and so the, so, now listen, I believe that with this program, God is going to do something oh, with yeah. this and through it because he's yeah. going to expose things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God really doesn't care about reputation. No. And wow. uh, he's, he's beyond that. That's right. And he transcends that. And so basically what he is interested in doing is uh, sanctifying his people. That's just a big religious word that means to, to make them holy, to, That's to, right. to, to purify them. That's right. And, and to get rid of this garbage and junk so that we can reflect Jesus a lot more than what we can with all that junk in our lives. It comes from a corrupt system. Exactly. Now, now, this, now, this, now listen, it's all the system. Right. But this right here is kind of like the, the lowest of the low. Yeah, yes. That's yes. being shown. But there's other parts of the system that are as bad or as, mm. maybe not as, as obviously carnal, but there's carnality within it. And, yeah. it, and the whole system is hierarchical. Hierarchical, exactly, and so there is this pecking order, so to speak. That's right, and it's it just smacks of the uh, of the flesh, just the way people in the flesh function and think, you know, trying to climb this ladder to get to the top, you know, and they'll climb over people to do it, that kind of thing, and and that kind of thing goes on in religion. I say religion. Just like you use the word, yeah, that thing goes on in religion. It's it doesn't go on in the kingdom. No, it, it doesn't. Uh, see, the kingdom is is God's government, and but, so God's government is pure and righteous. So we say, well, isn't a Christian in the kingdom? Yeah. So in that sense, we might say it goes on in the kingdom, but it's flesh. But when we're talking about true kingdom That's and right. kingdom life. That's right. uh, that is all foreign to the kingdom. So when we bring that in, that's why God will go ahead and correct us because he says, that has no place in my kingdom. Well, the that king, has no place in my government. The kingdom is to reflect the king. Exactly. And his character. It's his government because and it's, his character. Because it's his, that's right. his dominion, his, his kingdom. Yes. Now, Jesus gave us, now if we, let's say we just look at the red mm -hmm. in the Bible. In the Gospels. You know what I mean by look at the, the words of Jesus. So in some old Bibles, they used to put the words of Jesus in red. I used mm -hmm. to have one myself, right? If you just look at those right there, you get some real revelation in terms of the kingdom. Yes. One of the things that Jesus said was this right here. Don't be like, don't be like those, quote, leaders out in the world. Yes. I'm paraphrasing. Right. They lord it over those, the, 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 the ones that they mm -hmm. are, are over. They lord it over them. You know what I mean? They right. make it real hard on them, harsh on them. What I was talking about, about the man in the outer area, yeah. they lured it over him. He said, don't be like that. He said, but you, you be a servant. Be a servant to that's all. That's right. You, you see what I'm saying? Now, that's what was, that was the issue that was brought up in the program. Maybe it was real. Maybe it wasn't real. Maybe it was dramatized. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was just for reality TV. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. It really brought up a real good point, and it showed the worst of the worst. Yes. Because this, 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 this one guy suffering from big-itis, he talked about how he couldn't travel by himself. He had to travel with an entourage. Yeah, that see because that. because of the anointing that's on him. Yeah, and the people that travel with him knows how he flows. So that this anointing can do what it's designed to do. Because maybe somebody's waiting to be healed. So he because the one young guy said, 
We will, if this is a small church, we can just go by ourselves. We don't need that. He said, no, he said, I, I travel with certain people. So yeah. he has to travel with an entourage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, see how low it's gotten, Carmen? Oh, yeah. See, and, and people put up with that kind of junk. Sure, sure, because they, people, have been, people have been dumbed down Ooh. to believe that this kind of stuff, because it comes from a, 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 somebody that is exalted in their eyes, you see. So, so then they, everything this individual says and does is gospel. Oh, yeah, well, you know, he's a man of God and everything. Well, <laughs> uh, I, I can say something there, well, here's but the thing. I'll, just, uh, I'll refrain from that. Well, here's know. the thing. If someone comes, if you talk to someone, they demand that they have to come with an entourage, you say thanks, but no thanks. Yes. I mean, that's almost like a sign that you don't exactly. want it. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, uh, when you were talking about this, <coughs> uh, Jim, uh, Jesus, Jesus uh, was very clear as to uh, exalting ourselves mm -hmm. and making ourselves somebody when he said, now, the, the world, they call themselves teacher and uh, all of this. Uh, he says, don't you do that. In other words, he was saying, don't you put labels on yourself to make yourself seem important. That's right. Uh, he says, uh, that's how the world does it. He that's says, right. that's not the way it is in my kingdom. Uh, so I call you are to when, be different from that. I call that when somebody tries to demand respect. Yeah. Now, if you if you now why up, do they de why are they trying to demand respect? That's a good question, Carmen. See why, why are they trying to do why that? are they trying to demand respect? Because they don't have it. Yeah, and, and 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 because they are not doing things the way God designed them to be. Or done. else they would have respect. They would have respect. That's right. You know what I mean? Because the respect is not something that is to be forced. Yes, it's something that is earned. That's right. So if it has to be forced, that's a sign that, that something's out of order. Exactly, exactly. We call God's kingdom upside down kingdom. Really, it's right side up. It's right side up. It's the world that's upside it's down. It's totally upside down. And so what God is, what his mission is, is to turn everything right side up. And that's so right. when he says, uh, when Jesus said, pray this way. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in That's heaven. Right. That's right. See, his kingdom coming is turning things right side up the way it really was intended to be by God. That's instead right. of this upside down kind of mess that we've made uh, things out to be, you know, and thinking that it's right. That's, I, th I think that's probably worse than it even being upside down. We think it's right. <laughs> well, we think wrong is right. And, and uh, the Lord says to Isaiah, he says, Woe to those who call wrong right and right wrong. That's and we right. see that going on all the time in our culture and our society. That's right. That's right. One of the things that was brought out uh, on this program, and uh, we'll talk some more later, but uh, one of the things that's brought out, one of the more quiet gentlemen, I don't know too much about him yet, but... Uh, but, so you need to keep on watching the show, no, Jim. No, no, I don't know if I will. I might, I might, but I don't know if I will. But one of the things about that he brought out was that many pastors, we call them pastors, but many leaders of these mega churches are very entrepreneurial. Yes, which is very true. They are. They're very entrepreneurial. Right. My problem is this right here. If they're going to be entrepreneurial, maybe they should uh, give up the pastorate. And stop pastoring, quote, a church, mm. and just go ahead and be businessmen. Yes. In, in fact, see, I believe, I believe that... There could be that, a respect in that. I believe that gift of entrepreneurship, I think that's a gift of God. Sure. Now, 
how does God want that gift used? See, now if it, if it is prostituted and used for one's own selfish hiding, gain, hiding behind religion, yes, uh, because then, because of certain tax benefits right. and other things that are afforded to religion in this country still, then the gift is being abused. Oh, absolutely, see? and absolutely. it's not being used to further the kingdom. No, no. You know, one other thing, Jim, real quick. Uh, I know we're getting to the end of the. Uh, we'll, we'll pick it up on the next uh, broadcast, program. but one thing, real quick. Uh, you know, Jesus went into the temple. Uh, and uh, when the money changers were dealing with uh, we've done the same thing today. And I think, I don't think the Lord is pleased with how we merchandise the gospel. I don't believe so. For our own gain. And so we're here making money off the gospel. Uh, and with, with, with a lot of people, the ones that you were describing, that seems to be a primary uh, focus. You know, well, we've got to make money here. We've got to, I've got to live yeah, off of this. A couple of years back, Carmen, I was invited to be a main speaker at this uh, uh, retreat, uh, prophetic retreat. And uh, the woman who had organized it was kind of like, she's like a spiritual daughter. Mm -hmm. Well, when I saw that she had a table set up where she was selling stuff, I drew it to her attention. And, she, and listen, she respected me enough that she took that table and had it moved out. Good. And then we had a pretty good meeting after That's that. That's good. You know what I mean? But w when I saw the table, and I saw it right there in the sanctuary, mm -hmm. it was like, this is not good. Yeah, yeah. You know, now I would like to say it was all hunky-dory, but I found out later out in the lobby, there was still a little selling taking uh -huh. place, kind of under the cover. Yeah, They couldn't yeah. get rid of it totally. Right. But at least she had the table taken out of the sanctuary yeah. there and everything like that. But that's unusual yeah yes it is because you know as well as i do you go to meetings and conferences especially if there's a guest speaker in and they got their table there with all of their uh messages and books and totally like that totally and, accepted and so all the money changers are there that's <laughs> See. right totally accepted so uh so anyways we we need to be so anyway you see what i'm doing right we need to be mindful of what we're doing and uh you're mindful of what you're doing here because we We're are out of time at so, the so, end till next time all right